0: I was at Trader Joe's and my like purse that day was just my reusable bag, so I gave it to them and took my camera out. And like the tone, the worker was like, "You have a camera with you?" And I was like, "I feel like I'm about to get kicked out right now. Yeah.
1: What's happening? They don't like, get it." Yeah,
0: people are like, "You're a photographer." I'm like, "Sure."
1: Like, uh, like imagine them saying, "Sorry, you can't bring in your camera," and you're like, oh, "Okay." So then you just break out your phone. Hey guys, I'm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm- if I had originally, when people thought doing my YouTube stuff was strange. And like, they're right, I'm going to stop. Those people don't even think about me now. They yeah. don't remember me. We don't talk, so it doesn't affect my life at all if I had done what made other people happy. And was like, this was weird, I should stop. But sticking with it did change everything. And it helped me be able to pay for college, create a life that I love, live in a place that I love. I would not be at all in the life or position I'm in if I hadn't decided to do YouTube and stick with it. So that, whatever you decide to do now, do it for you, not for other people, because that's what's going to be with you in five years.
1: What's up, Opecast? It's Brad and STL, and today I'm here with Grace, who graces us on all social platforms. And so, Grace, how are you doing this afternoon?
0: Good. Just got done my first day of work, so things are going well. Just got back from taking my dog out. Life's good.
1: You have a dog and a cat, right?
0: Yes. What are their names? Stormy and Ollie, and they're slowly becoming a big part. Well, Stormy's been a big part of my brand, but Ollie, I really bring the pets in, so.
1: How do you bring in ollie into it because like do you have like stormy and ollie like right next like hey what's up they
0: choose to like wherever i am they both have slight attachment issues so they're both literally when i got home in between this i was trying to quick film a clothing haul i have stormy on this side of the camera with like her ear in it and ollie's on the ground like standing up getting in it so both love to be on camera stormy's always been that way like since the day i got her if my camera's out somehow she knows and she'll either be trying to hit it off the tripod or she's trying to be in the frame. So
1: did, did you just say like you're like telling us about your pets and you're like? And I was trying to record a quick like was it shopping haul?
0: Yeah, I did a quick clothing haul. I had like 20 minutes. I took my dog out. It's for a week in my life vlog, so it wasn't like try on super time consuming. But I was like, I quick, I'm gonna get this done so that I have something to show for today because I was gone all day. So.
1: This yeah. first day on the job. Yes. So um, content creation. You have over 66,000. People that subscribe to you on YouTube, which is a huge deal. You have uh, I think like eleven thousand Instagram, TikTok. What, what's that? So, it's
0: a little around twenty thousand. Just lo- a little, just little, a little about. That. Yeah. A
1: little, a little it bit. It goes around. up
0: and down. It goes up. People love my Christmas content for some reason. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. every December it grows and then yeah. It goes And right then and like, forward. yeah. Finding the people that really want to stick around
1: <laughs> for the rest of the year. It's, yeah. I think it's like after the holiday content, we all like when January comes and it's just plain and we're like, oh, yeah. You know, like, oh, the, 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 this is what it is. So, uh, what, what inspired you to get into content creation? Cause I, I was, I, I was looking through your YouTube and you didn't just start like like most people we we've brought on started here in 2020 mm-hmm. you started like when you were younger so mm-hmm. what got you into that what inspired you and then you know how did that tie into your your St. Louis journey
0: yeah so i've always loved like reality tv pretending i was on camera when I was super young I remember being in like the grocery store and my mom would be like stop like I'd be touching everything pretending I was filming a shopping vlog like pros things I'd be like now I'm gonna get some beans now I'm gonna get some tortillas she's like yeah. who are you talking to like I've always had like a fake camera kind of thing and I literally from my first like flip camera iPod touch I was recording fake YouTube videos I wish I could get access to them because I have school supply halls which I did up until last year from like second, third grade that I'd record on our computer. I've always loved watching YouTube. I've always loved making videos. And when I was younger, my parents were pretty protective, so (laughs) I wasn't allowed to post on anything. And in high school, when it kind of became my choice, my freshman year, I still did the sports thing, kind of did the normal high school thing. And that summer, I decided to post videos kind of just for fun. And then I've always loved back to school content. Like That was always my favorite thing to watch, my favorite thing to fake make on all of my little Mm -hmm. video cameras. And so I was like, I'm just gonna make one. And that one did pretty well, especially looking back, it was filmed on probably iPhone four. So it looks like it was filmed on like a cram box really bad, but it actually got a decent amount of views. So I was like, I'm gonna keep doing this, like maybe take this more seriously. And really from the get go, since I loved it so much, I always wanted to like have a posting schedule, post every single week. And that's the one thing I've started and stopped a lot of different things, but I never get tired of YouTube. I love YouTube, so.
1: Was it something about, like, um, like, um because what part of St. Louis did you grow up in?
0: I grew up in the St. Peter's area, so out in the suburbs. The people who I'm say the... they're from St. Louis and everyone from St. Louis is like, you're not from St. Louis. Um, what does your
1: phone number start off with? Is it a 314-636? 636, 636? okay. It could be a 573, but, yeah, you, you know, it, it, yeah. It, it, it's St. Louis metropolitan area. Yeah, you know, they, they are including
0: the... ourselves.
1: Yeah, now when you were growing up uh, out there, like how how was that like because when i was growing up like the youtube i had was like very blurry dunk f- videos of mm-hmm. me because i was like i don't know in, like 2009 or something i don't know so it was like very blurry videos but like mm-hmm. you grew up at that time where youtube was really just i mean right now it's the norm like kids grow up and they want to be youtubers so like did yeah. you have people you looked up to or did you know anyone in saint peter's that was doing it like yeah. you could, ask questions
0: it's so funny i was just talking to my mom about that she's a first grade teacher and she said now little kids when like career day ask what they want to be when they grow up they all like the highest job is youtuber Mm -hmm. which when we were little like that wasn't even a paid job people were doing it but it wasn't known that you could make decent money from it at all i didn't know anyone in the area i definitely was into the whole like blogger area of the very heavy like saturation presets like Mm Espinovar, sierra frittato all those people I was obsessed with, so my inspiration was all pretty much online. Nobody that I knew in real life was into it. My best friend, when I was in like grade school, would make fake videos with me, so we would do that together, but yep. nobody I knew really posted on YouTube, so.
1: So as a creator, what, like, you know, I, I was listening to your podcast, now it's called, is it Change the Caption? Yes. Boom, I, I, yeah. I made sure I, <laughs> I I caught up on some of, some of the episodes last night, but like, you know, there's only so much of your personal life, your dating life, that you can share. You know, where do you, like, where do you draw that line? Cause you know, um, like, do you get recognized around town or in different places? Like, are people coming up to you like, Hey, I expect you to be this kind of person. Like,
0: yeah, I think it depends. I, in college, I feel like people said things more, especially Ole Miss because I had the one video go viral there. It was like all the time there, especially because it's a small school. Not many people do social media. I feel like in Missouri, it's a little more normal. Like people are trying it out, seeing mm. it at not Miss, I would be at like a frat party and there'd be like eight guys who'd say something. I'm like, why are you watching my no, content is yeah. not for a frat boy. What are you doing here? Um but wait, what was your question? Dude. I can't even now I'm on my sidetrack of no, thinking that, that's back. To me in a frat house when that's I was like, eighteen.
1: So you were watching my my shopping hauls Yeah,
0: like, Yes. Like, what are you doing here?
1: What was uh what was the question? Um Oh yeah, yeah, drawing that line. So Oh, Where, yes. Like, how do you how do you draw that line? Because, you know, it it people, people like you share a certain aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. And so people feel like they know every aspect. Yeah. Um, kind of like with, you know, celebrities, like people feel like they know everything about, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Kardashian family yeah. or the D'Amelios, LeBron, whatever. Mm-hmm. They feel like they know everything about them, but they actually know like a tiny percentage. Yeah, so how do you, you know, draw that line on yeah. what you're going to share?
0: So I feel if nobody I knew would be affected by anything I posted online, I love talking about anything. So I honestly say whatever. So everything that I hold back is usually to protect the people in my life. When I'm dating, I usually hold off until it's further along. It's somebody I've met like once and I never name drop. So I'm mm-hmm. like, nobody can really connect the dots as to who they are. And I'm like, this person probably won't see this. Um, so name protecting is a big one, waiting. Sometimes I'll literally wait until a breakup to then talk about the relationship I was in because then I feel like, not less productive, but I'm not saying their name. So I'm like, I can share whatever lessons and anything. Any family things that go on, I always keep private. Pretty much family things, I share all the good stuff. Friend things, date, most things, I share all the good stuff. I like talking about breakups and things online, but again, just name protecting and I feel like, yeah, people definitely think they know more than they know because I, I, Again, we'll talk about it a month later. And there's been so many times I've had to film like a brand deal or some video on a day where like my life was not going well. And I was just like not having a good day, whatever was going on. And it's not funny, but like when I look back and watch those, I'm like, nobody would have any idea. Mm Because like you can turn on for the camera. And I try to be real and definitely, especially over the last year, like if I'm having a bad day, you can be positive and like acknowledge that things happen in life and share that. But Usually in the moment is not when I want to talk about it. So I feel that definitely people get what you are comfortable sharing. And like I said, everything that I don't share online is pretty much for the people in my life. Like again, yeah, it'd be hard to date if Somebody looked me up and I was name dropping left and right. Hey, and that'd be some good story times. Work for
1: T-Swift, because people would be like, oh, who she did, de- oh, she- <laughs> oh, that's what <laughs> that's what happened in that relationship, yeah, and you like, know?
0: Everyone's, like her, for example, people find out way after things happen, Yeah, just when people are ready to share, so.
1: They'd be like, oh, you know, I saw that one tabloid that said that she was with this person and I knew it was him.
0: Yeah, and another, like, kind of a rule within myself is I try to never talk about anybody in a negative light online won't touch on the specific situation, yeah. but with a video that did very well, there was a person in it that I got questions about for like years, like every Q and A, that's all the questions. And that's just like a line I don't cross with really addressing things that have to do with people outside of myself. Yeah. So also I choose to put my life myself on camera, but anybody who at one point chooses to be my friend or chooses to be in my life, date me, they don't necessarily choose that, so.
1: how How is that yeah. like dating? Uh, like, do you tell people like, yeah, I, you know, I, like how do you break like yeah. I don't know uh what's what's the right term break the eyes break the eyes so like, like you
0: could look at my last seven years of yeah, my life yeah like you YouTube. could do
1: some research on me yeah. like how do you or do you just kind of like oh yeah I kind of do it
0: I so it kind of depends at this point in my life when I go on a date which they probably think that I'm doing something way wilder than I am. Someone's I like, you're not allowed to look me up, which probably makes them look me up. Nah. But I'm like, <laughs> just don't look. Yeah. Like, I won't look you up. You don't look. I don't want to, like, follow each other, especially if we're just going on, like, a oh, first date. And then if it gets to a question of, like, oh, like, I looked at your stuff, like, why wouldn't you want me watching all that? It's always for me, I feel like some people's assumption is, like, I'm embarrassed or don't want them to watch all that. But for me, it's like if I'm going on a first date with someone, they could easily find out, every single question that they could have in their mind pretty much on the internet about me yeah yeah I mean I do a QA and a on Instagram like once a week where I'll answer pretty much anything so it's so easy to get to know me but I feel like to get to know someone at the same pace on either side if you're dating someone who does social media just don't watch it
1: <laughs> you That's, can
0: support them without watching it
1: <laughs> yeah my wife she uh she went a while without like watching my videos and now she she watches it and she gives me like good, good feedback. Cause sometimes she'll nice. say something and I'm like, Ooh, I'm like, I know I need to do that. I'm like, it's just the time. Like yeah. people don't realize, like obviously you do, mm-hmm. we do. Shout out to Jason producing a pod. <laughs> he understands, but like a lot of people don't see all the behind the scenes that, that goes on. So yes. like, let's talk about that. Like what goes on, you know, obviously you can have like a weekly vlog or you could do um, a shopping haul. You could do a yeah. podcast. Like what works go, like what work goes into that?
0: Yeah. I feel like a lot more than people think just because when you put it together it's like a 10 minute video it's Mm -hmm. a quick instagram reel whatever i feel like for one my mind is constantly kind of programmed to always think like content Content, like i'm always trying to think up i never get bored because i feel like if i have one second of downtime i'm thinking up ideas of ways i can mix things up things i can create i've kind of always been wired that way and yeah, it's just I usually am planning my life like a month in advance, because I'm planning everything I'm going to make. I have a flexible schedule. It's so like I can go get lunch on a Friday in the middle of the day. Mm. But then I might spend that Friday night in editing all night like that, was especially in college. Um, I feel like traditional jobs, it's a lot easier to draw lines of like, Oh, I wish I could like go with you guys, but I'm working tonight. But when it's your own stuff, you kind of have to hold yourself accountable to I said I was gonna post three videos this week, I have to stay home, I have to edit. And also kind of a part of it for me is always keeping that creative fuel. I feel like when I'm watching other creators who inspire me and you know, staying on top of trends by going on Instagram, going on TikTok, mm-hmm. those things don't seem like work but they make me so much better at creating things. So yep. always trying to make time for that. Like one thing I do is instead of watching Netflix, I always try to watch like YouTubers that motivate me. Yep. Cause when yep. I watch YouTubers I love, I wanna make content. And if I lay in bed for even an hour and watch Netflix, my motivation is gone, my creativity is gone. Like that's one little easy thing. So I think it's just a different schedule. The most things, it's not harder. I've worked a million part-time jobs before I did YouTube and mm-hmm. I know there's even jobs harder than that. So it's definitely not a harder job than other things, but it is time consuming and it takes up a lot of creative space in your mind, which I really enjoy, but it still is a big part of my life and it's a lot.
1: Well, it's like, um, like I'm always thinking about content too, right? Mm-hmm. But then it's like, I can go to things with like family and and friends outside of the creative realm, and they're like surprised I'm not recording that much or taking as many photos. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, because like this is my break, like mm-hmm. or even like responding to text mess- text messages, emails, DMs, comments, and and stuff like that. It's like, like I don't know. I, I try to be in the moment. I think mm-hmm. people think we're always on our phone and, and things like yes. that, but we're really. We're not, you know? But it's funny, because the people I know that don't do anything with social media are the ones always on their phone. Fo- I agree. Always on their phone.
0: I agree, that's so funny. I actually, I dated someone, and their feedback of it at the end to me was like, they were shocked by the fact that I was never on my phone. They were like, I never saw you pick up your phone when you are in the same room as me. And like, they would be on their phone when they're with me, and they're like, you're this is your job, I'm surprised. Like, clearly that's an intentional thing. Yeah, yeah. But that is, like when I'm with my friends, if I'm with my family, if I'm with somebody that I'm dating, I try to intentionally not be on my phone because that's like the one time. And also, like I said, I like to keep a lot of my relationships off the internet. I don't really even show my friends that much. I'll show my family sometimes. TikTok loves my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are, my TikTok loves my dad. Any TikTok that I take like two seconds to post to my dad... It will do
1: amazing. You should have him on your podcast. Yeah,
0: I should. He's a funny that guy. A, that'll do
1: numbers. Like, people are like, oh, <laughs> and record that, too, so you have the...
0: Yeah, so I show them. My family, I do show, but everything else, I definitely, that is my, I agree, my downtime. I will purposely not look at DMs, messages, emails, or video it, just because it's nice to have a part of your life
1: separate. Yeah, and we we do fall behind, guys, like, just oh, yeah. because we, we try to be present. Because yes. if not, you guys would say... Oh, this person's always on their, their phone. phone. Yeah, but nope, nope. We've debunked that. So, uh, recently you, you made the move from Columbia, home of Mizzou. Yes. Um, a lot of people I know they'd be like M I Z, and then the other person's like
0: Z O U. Oh,
1: right. I, I'm I'm a most state grad. Um, but like, how was that change going from, you know, the college town to mm-hmm. actually you chose to live in in St. Louis City, which is awesome. Yeah. Like how has that trans that transition been and then what inspired you to move right there into the city
0: yeah the transition has been really nice it's been really different i was so excited when i first graduated i didn't put much thought into it i was just like finally like i'm doing all the things that i'm passionate about i don't have to make time for all these classes that for me at least were mostly things that weren't necessarily huge interests of mine Mm -hmm. it was important for me to get my degree to myself to do that for me but my classes were not something I was super passionate about. So finally being in a stage of life where even any job I take, I feel like I have complete control. I'm really doing things that I'm excited about. But there is like a big adjustment that mm-hmm. I definitely, I didn't really feel until everyone else went back to school this past few weeks. Yep. And I was like, oh, like this is the rest of my life. Like I can make changes where I want to. You can go on a vacation right you, now if yes, you want. Like- yes, but it's forever. Like there's nothing to hold me in one place or to kind of make my decisions for me like, Oh, I'm going back to live in Columbia this year, because school's there. And that's the only choice, really. So the transition's been good. It's been interesting with my social media, because for so long, like 80% of my content had to do with school. Mm -hmm. So that's been a big transition. And I think in my mind, I thought it would be a little easier than it's been, for example, something that I've always done that's just made working with brands super easy every August, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to look back at every single brand partnership I did last fall and reach back out to them again. I look through like half of them and half of them are only one student creators, college creators. And so I was like, all right, it's time to put time into finding new brands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm finding things that match my new situation that I'm in. And it's exciting to be on a new journey, but definitely like adapting, creating content to much different than I've been doing for the past few years. It's always been back to school stuff for me. So it's my first not back to school grade season. (laughs)
1: Onto real, real, real life.
0: Yes, onto real life. That's what I always, me and my mom called my college, girl. I was like, this is fake life. She's like, it's fine, you went not on Tuesday, this is fake life, but I hope this isn't your real life. I'm like, it won't be, it's not my real life.
1: Yeah, there are are people (laughs) that go out multiple days a week, you know, it's just not, it's not sustainable.
0: It's not sustainable to like stay on top of work and things. somehow in college.
1: You just just make it happen. You
0: just make it happen.
1: And then as an adult, you just slowly don't make you it happen. You just slowly
0: don't make it happen. Yeah.
1: So uh, how, how have you enjoyed like being closer to the city where the action is, the restaurants, yeah. the, the the bars, the sporting events? Yes. How's that
0: yes. I love it. So growing up, I honestly didn't come down to St. Louis that much except for sporting <laughs> events always did that. I In high school, I'd go down to the loop. That was kind of like my exposure to the city. Oh, really? honestly, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know like Central West End and Soulard and things were really a thing or what was there. I also feel like when I was in high school was when there started, I'm sure there was the startings of STL accounts, but there wasn't a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Like all of y'all making St. Louis based content during COVID, I feel like is what really changed my perspective about the city. And I was like, there's a lot to do here mm-hmm. that you just have to like find it. There's so many cool neighborhoods. Um, so, I love living in Soulard. It's been so fun. So fun to be within. It feels a little bit, st- it's like an adjustment from college because it's not college, but I can still like walk to the bar, walk and still get a pizza. Party. Yes. Soulard's a party. It's still a party. Yeah, it's still a party. Yeah. We're still kind of making it happen.
1: <laughs> you can still go out on a Tuesday. <laughs> you still can go out on a Tuesday. And find a place that's popping.
0: Yeah. Wednesday, true.
1: Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday also. It's, yeah, Soulard's just like, like a cool spot. And then it's like uh, the thing I love about. St. Louis is like you just go with your day, like in the sense of like, if you want, I don't know, like blues music, like you can mm-hmm. find that like just south of the stadium. If you want yeah. that New Orleans style or New Orleans like flair energy, you go to soulard If you want that vibrant artsy area, you got the Grand Arts District. Like you literally everything. have everything. It's whatever day you want, you can find it. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're just stuck to. Oh, we don't have that here. Mm-hmm. Like you have so many options, and I, I, I clearly love St. Louis. I like I started my account because of what you said. Like uh-huh. people didn't don't realize how much stuff there is. to No, do here. I
0: had no idea. Thinking of the fact that I've lived here for basically 22 years, there is a small gap during college where I didn't. Mm-hmm. The amount I've done in the past two years, just because there's so many cool St. Louis accounts that post every single thing there is to do on a weekend. And there's more than you could ever even make time for. Yeah. there's so much.
1: And it's like, but if you don't know, you just know like oh, here's, you know, here's the big uh, balloon glow, which is an amazing event. Yeah, but, like, it's you a Cardinals
0: just, game. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's all you really know.
1: Instead, you start learning, like, for for me, when I got started, it was like, I always, there were like, I think three or four food accounts, and it was showing the mm-hmm. same restaurants all the, ta- all the time. And I'm like, no one is showing what it's like to go get a $5 hot dog, but then they go to, you know, uh, this five-star restaurant. Yeah. Or anything in between, no one's showing what it's like to go to a, cardinals game and eat there or mm-hmm. what it's like to you know sit in the last row of the stadium or the first row of the stadium uh-huh. so i was like that was like my big goal was being intentional to be like start pushing and i used to push so many people like hey you should create reels you should create this yeah just because i like i want to consume that yes so, i
0: save my whole saved on instagram is like st louis things so do all weekend weekend and places do. to eat yes so what
1: are some of your favorites that you've been able to explore
0: yeah now that you ask, my brain's going to go like blank, but I love the farmer's markets on Saturdays. I really like the Tower Grove one. Mm-hmm. I literally am walking distance to the Soulard one, but the Tower Grove one's
1: just so cool. It's I like love It's like a little mini festival. It
0: is. It's all outside. There's a lot more like goods than just food, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. Me and my friends love doing that. Um, I go to Molly's all the time just because it's close to me. That oh, one's yeah. not I necessarily a niche find. I have some but good memories <laughs> of Molly's. Always get epic ones. pizza on the walk home. Yep. That's a good stop. STL, SC soccer games, that's also not a niche fine, but mm-hmm. so fun. That's definitely my favorite sporting thing to do down here. Yeah. That's it has been it's electric. so exciting. Yeah. The, like, I am not a huge sports person, but you mm-hmm. don't have to be to go. Like yeah. you if you're in the like supporters section, it's gonna be so fun and you're gonna feel like you love soccer. I,
1: I, I feel that. And you're standing like you love soccer too yes. oh, the whole time. <laughs> I took
0: my friends last week and they're like, These chairs are locked. I was like, You have to get in the vibe. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, like, um, so you, you've been in St. Louis. What are some of the current projects that you're working on? Anything to like, you know, showcase more of like life in St. Louis or more about your life and travel? Like, yeah, what are some things?
0: So, kind of figuring out, like I said, figuring out my switch of content. So, kind of in a transition period right now. I'm gonna. I took a mini break from my podcast. Gonna be bringing that back. I'm getting a more it's like upload schedule this summer I was uploading just as much but it was kind of all over the place I was figuring mm. out where my place was on YouTube now that I wasn't creating school content. So I plan on doing a Wednesday video that's going to be something from the weekend whether it's something fun I do in St. Louis, if it's a reset grocery video, whatever the case may be, and then have one video that I mostly want to make them work week in my life's kind of showcasing everything I do mm-hmm. throughout the week. As a way to highlight more of the, you know, if I go try a fun food place or I go to a new shopping area or whatever the case may be, instead of just like all from home content. And
1: do, do you do like vlogs? Yes. Like when you're out and about? Yeah. Okay. So you're that's cool what course. I
0: would say I feel like has really helped my YouTube channel most. I'm overly comfortable talking yeah. in public. So I make shopping vlogs and stuff all the time. And I'm always talking in full volume in stores by myself.
1: How, how is that? Cause like for me, um even though like I'm very recognizable and I don't mind talking to people it's still like and I I, I kind of gotten used to it but it's still something that like if I'm recording all by myself and there's like six people looking yeah and they're always looking (laughs) yeah like I have if I have sunglasses on I can get in the zone but if I don't like that's why people see me with sunglasses and a hat most of the time because I'm like that can help gotta
0: get in the zone
1: yeah but otherwise I can see someone looking at me and I'm like
0: yeah. If people like, look at you like you're crazy too. And I'm like, you have to watch YouTube or Instagram reels or TikTok to. They know what you're doing. Yeah. Like, even if I didn't create it, I'd be like, Oh, they're making an Instagram reel. I feel like it's not hard for me in the sense that I feel like because I've done YouTube for so long, I'm honestly probably most comfortable talking to my camera. It's like That's my awesome. emotional support camera. Like I'm probably better at talking to my camera than I am most people. So honestly, I'd be more nervous to go shopping with someone than I would to go shopping with my camera.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, It, it, it is interesting because like you go to other cities, like I was in San Diego and New York this year and mm-hmm. it was just like, it's just common. Yeah. you like, you see like three people on the street create, creating content. You're like, yeah, cool. No one's getting hit by a car. So we're good. Yeah. You know? And you just keep going like yeah. block by block. But here it's just like. the stare you know
0: i don't get it because all i shoot all my instagram stuff usually on a tripod too so i don't have to have anyone help me and people look at me like i'm crazy i'm like i mean clearly i'm taking a picture of my outfit you see what i'm doing yeah 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 yeah. it's nothing too crazy
1: so i i've had some people like hey yeah you should follow and but it's kind of interesting if you do like talk to some of them and they're like yeah i was kind of curious what you were doing i'm like yeah you should subscribe yeah you know and i'm like yes i got one more follower today yes one more there you go
0: that's how i should think Think of it. I feel like whenever someone says something to me, like, that's the only time that I freeze and I'm like, oh. Like I was at Trader Joe's and my like purse that day was just my reusable bag, so I gave it to them and took my camera out because I was filming a day in my life, so I was vlogging inside the store. And like the tone, the worker was like, "You have a camera with you?" And I was like, "I feel like I'm about to get kicked out right now.
1: Yeah, What's happening?" They it's don't like, get it. Yeah.
0: People are like, "You're a photographer." I'm like, sure.
1: Like, uh, like imagine them saying, sorry, you can't bring in your phone and then or your, your camera and you're like, oh, okay. So then you just break out your phone. Hey guys, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 we're out here at Trader Joe's. And it's always
0: me doing like literally free marketing because I've never got kicked free. out of Target, but I watch so many YouTubers who've been told they can't film in Targets anymore. I've filmed Target shopping vlogs that have got so many views every single school season for years. That's free marketing. They've I- never paid me to do that. So I'm like, if they kicked you out. Like, that's literally a free advertisement, so free. that's how I view it. If I ever get kicked out, that's what I'm going to say to them.
1: Oh, snap. <laughs> I'm like,
0: here creating an unpaid ad right now.
1: <laughs> so how many, uh, do you have any current partnerships, like, like right now at the moment, or do you have any that you're seeking that you can talk about?
0: Yeah. Um, one that I'm really excited about right now is Macy's. I'm going to be Ooh. doing things with them for the next few months, Market by Macy's. Very excited about that. They have a really cool program. Sometimes when I do partnerships, I'm sure you have experience, which is amazing, too, but it's a very one-off transactional. Mm -hmm. You create it, it's done. But they have a really cool community thing going where they'll have like Zooms where they kind of let you know in on things that are working with Instagram and things that are working with TikTok. And you can get into these different Zooms that are educational, which I really appreciate because I love learning about things. Any free class, I'll get in on it. And so it's kind of more interactive, so that's fun. And that's a few months long. That's a big one I'm doing right now. Um, moving back here, I'm really excited to hopefully work with a lot more St. Louis businesses. Mm. I love working with local stuff. Probably it's my favorite, just because you actually get to interact with someone, meet a them. Person, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a little more, like I said, less transactional. You're getting to really get to know the business that you're promoting. So, hoping to do more St. Louis stuff now that I'm kind of switching my stuff mm-hmm. over to that. So,
1: Do you see yourself doing YouTube full-time? Like in the future yeah I mean, like would you consider yourself an influencer or more of just more of a creator
0: i feel like i would say creator i feel, I feel like, like we all say that i feel like nobody wants to be called influencer for some yeah, reason we're just
1: creators we create stuff and if you're influencing, you want to go do things. yeah like, that, that's not cool. trying
0: to influence people i wouldn't say but i just love yeah i love making stuff so yeah i think my mind goes back and forth on it because i love doing it so much But I've also found that if I have another job while I'm doing it, even if like in college I was a cycling instructor on the side, Mm -hmm. for me it flips the switch in my brain where it kind of makes me feel like YouTube is my creative fun outlet. Yeah. And when I put all of my especially like financial pressure onto YouTube, I feel like that's kind of my seasons where I've been the least inspired because it's so when it's my when it's part of the thing that I do, obviously I still take it seriously, the business side of it. But I'll make vlogs with no thought in mind of how much money I'm going to make from it. I don't have to think of that, and I feel like that's how I feel the most inspired. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I could see myself when I'm older, if I ever had family and stayed home. I've always said like then I would maybe just do YouTube, but again, I think it's cuz I'd have something else to focus on as well. Yeah. But when it's my full financial thing and I have nothing else going on, I feel like I stop looking at it looking at it as my, so fun. But every time I get a job, YouTube is so fun. Like I love doing it. So, I don't know, my mind goes back and forth. Who knows? By the time this goes up, my mind could change again. Who knows?
1: That's true. We'll be right into prime TikTok (laughs) season with the holiday content. Yeah,
0: where everyone loves my dad. Every single Christmas, my dad's thrift Christmas literally grows my account each year. Yeah. (laughs) So funny.
1: So one thing on this podcast that we we love to do is ask people, um, you know, if you can sit down with three other people over a delicious meal, Mm -hmm. right? They could be someone dead or alive. It could be family, friends, a neighbor, a celebrity, a singer, whatever. Yeah. Uh, If you could have three people join you for a meal, who would they be and why?
0: Okay, I have to preface this with saying I'm not someone who's like super into, you could name a famous person I probably never even heard their name before. Like I'm not someone who follows celebrities really I feel also not super into history like knowledge wise love learning about it but when i think of people i'd want to like have dinner with the most inspirational people that probably exist are not who are at the top of my mind yeah, yeah, so yeah. prefacing my answers with that okay one this one probably a lot of people would say this but taylor swift okay. just obviously she's, she's kind of uh,
1: famous i think i have to
0: say i feel like she would i feel like actually getting to talk to her it's probably a lot more, like we said, you don't really know who people are just from what they put out, so I feel like yeah. that'd be really interesting. Another one, Girl Boss Town on TikTok. Okay, I don't know if you have you seen her before,
1: I haven't, but I will. After yeah,
0: this. look her up. She literally she basically does like unpaid marketing advice, like she'll pick a creator and be or a brand, and she'll be like, That's how I would completely rebrand you to be successful. Mm-hmm. And her ideas are amazing, I think. If everyone Took whatever her marketing advice was, like that brand would turn around. So so girl boss. Girl boss, yes.
1: On TikTok, yes.
0: Girl boss town on TikTok. Gotcha. I would. I'll be on there. I would let her like rip my stuff apart and tell me what to fix. Yeah, she's awesome. And then my third, again, just kind of like a creator, but Eli Rallo. I love her stuff. She, she has been in St. Louis before because I recently learned from her Q and A's. She interned at the Muni back when she was in college. Okay. But she's like my age. She just wrote a book and she does, like. 20 slide q a's on her instagram every day and she's just relatable and she just seems like someone you could get dinner with and you would be we would vibe just really well she'd be funny yes which I, that's my favorite kind of influencer ones that you meet or creators as we said yeah, yeah. creators that influenced. you meet that you feel like you would just be friends with and vibe yeah. with people that you feel like you have a relationship with even though they don't know who you are that's my favorite people to follow
1: yeah because it's like i think people like you want the person to be as consistent as they seem like if they mm-hmm. seem like a really nice person, you would hope that when you meet them in real real life, like even if they're busy or something, yeah. something they're like still kind of a nice person. Yeah. Like, are you are you famous yet? Like yourself? Are, like how often do you get spotted in St. Louis?
0: I feel like in St. Louis, people don't really say anything that Not,
1: much. Not yet. I feel
0: like after no. this,
1: I think this will start to set this the bar. Will start.
0: I bet you do because yeah. your stuff is like St. Louis. Yeah, I, I'm, not,
1: I'm not shit in any, in any other city. Oh, <laughs> yeah. actually, I have been spotted in San Francisco.
0: Oh, that's super cool. But
1: besides that, I'm, I'm not
0: sure. Yeah, when I was making Mizzou stuff, people at Mizzou would come up to me at the bar or whatever and know who I was. So I was making all my stuff, but it hasn't happened here yet. So clearly, I need to make more St. Louis content. Yep. It
1: hasn't yeah. Here and, yet. Yet. and then everybody <laughs> like, oh, that's a you know, that, the
0: that, uh, that one, that, yeah, that little one, girl, like,
1: people be like, you, that, you that, uh, I, I saw you on the news the one time. I'm like, I'm on social media too. every day But like the, the news, the one time. Yeah, that was me.
0: Yeah. That's so funny.
1: Now, uh, one last thing before we let you go, uh, we love to leave, whether it's creators or people going through a tough time or just people overall, we love to leave them with words of wisdom. Mm-hmm. So if you had any advice, what would it be? So before I let you go, one thing we'd like our guests to do is leave us with some words of wisdom. So that could be maybe to another creator that, mm-hmm. you know, wants to do what you're doing. It could be someone going through a tough time or it could just be a life experience or, or something that you've picked up. Okay. And so what would it be and why? I have
0: two. Now I thought of another one while you're talking. Oh. So I'm going to leave you all with to the first one kind of based off my podcast. But I always say change the caption and the meaning behind that is that a situation can look any way, but it's how you write the caption about it. The first time I thought of this, when you think of somebody posting an Instagram post and over glamorizing their situation, like maybe their life is an absolute mess. They're not happy, but their Instagram posts look so happy. For me, I try to rewire my thinking to what if I made myself feel like that picture feels. So you can kind of, when I'm in a bad situation, I rewrite it in my mind to like, this didn't work out. Instead of thinking that, I'll think something really cool is coming. So kind of romanticizing your life. I always, all my internet things is always about romanticizing your situation you're in. You can completely change it. But changing the caption is kind of that 360 romanticizing it to pretend you're living the life right now that you want to be living. Wake up and pretend that you're that dream person that if you thought of the best version of yourself that woke up early, went to the gym, drank their water, just have a day where you do that. Just change the situation that you're in by deciding to wake up and change it. It's that easy. I feel like anytime I'm in a slump and I pull myself into that mindset, for me, it's always I just have to decide to at least one day flip it all around. And then my other piece of advice that I feel like looking back advice I could give is anybody who's making fun of something you're doing, which I feel like happens a lot in the creative space or has something negative to say about it is not going to be with you when you get to where you're hoping to come from whatever you're working on. But deciding to stick with something is going to change your life so if i had originally when people thought doing my youtube stuff was strange been like they're right i'm gonna stop those people don't even think about me now they yeah. don't remember me we don't talk so it doesn't affect my life at all if i had done what made other people happy and was like this is weird i should stop but sticking with it did change everything and it helped me be able to pay for college create a life that i love live in a place that i love i would not be at all in the life or position I'm in, if I hadn't decided to do YouTube and stick with it. So that whatever you decide to do now, do it for you, not for other people, because that's what's gonna be with you in five years.
1: Forget the haters.
0: Forget the haters.
1: Well, I appreciate your time. Thanks yeah, for coming on.
0: It's so much fun. Thanks Wait, for having me.
1: Actually, uh, how can people follow you?
0: Yes. Okay, so I'm Grace Danielle, YT on Instagram and TikTok, and I'm Grace Smith on YouTube. And Change the Caption is my podcast, available on Spotify or wherever you listen to your
1: podcasts. And the holidays are coming up, so make sure to follow her TikTok content because that's when it yeah, pops off. So That's
0: when it pops off.
1: <laughs> Peace. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Opecast. Now, this wouldn't be possible without all of your support. My producer, Jason, my friends here at Tech Artista. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe on YouTube and all podcast platforms. Follow us on Instagram at Opcast the pod, or TikTok. So until next time. Peace.